The FujiCast is an independent loading zone production. Monday 13th of April. The FujiCast. Welcome, yes, to the FujiCast Daily, a show about photography, a show which does include some Fujifilm stuff and questions, yes, but also during this time of lockdown in most parts of the world, it's the stay-at-home show where we get to spend some time together talking about pictures and hearing about what and why and all that sort of stuff that you're shooting. You're very welcome, whatever flavour of camera we find in your camera bag. It's Monday, so we have uh, a new daily photo challenge set by you, Kev. Um, yeah, oh, yes. Yes, quite. <laughs> so I remind you now, in case you have to think mm-hmm. about it, which you can enter via the show's Fujicast Facebook group, which you're very welcome to join. Rules are very simple. You can only enter the daily photo challenge in the allotted post. If you enter outside the allotted post, you'll meet one of our autobots, a.k.a. Steve or Peter, our admins. Um, as it's a Monday as well, we'll, we'll have uh, last week's daily photo challenge um, winners and the answers from Friday's Bar Nuts quiz. Um, yeah, so we had a question yesterday, didn't we, uh, Kev, that we didn't get to? Shall I, um, there was another street for, do you remember we talked about? There was, street we, Nanto, Nanto had the, the, all of the glory yesterday. Yeah, N- Nanto, yes, he did. And then uh, we had another question, and I, have I just lost it? No, I've got it, here we go, James Parks. Um, hi Kevin, this one's just to use, it didn't even bother saying Neil. Love the Fuji Love webinar you had yesterday. Um, noticed you were the only one who dug in properly and sported a beer. Good on you. <laughs> were you the only one with a beer? Uh, yeah, but there's a couple of reasons for that. One was um, because the other people, uh, those in America and Canada, it was like six o'clock in the morning for them. Although oh. that's no excuse not oh, to have a beer. Course, yeah, that, well, they should have treated it as airport time. Uh, Mindy, in fairness to Mindy, it was 10 p.m. for her in Hong Kong, and yeah. she did have a Guinness. Oh, did um, she? Although oh. she didn't really seem to be drinking it, she did have it. Um, Raj, uh, I, he probably doesn't drink much. No. I wouldn't imagine. No. Thomas, yeah, Thomas was uh, Bobby, Bobby and Lee. Oh, Bobby and Lee, yeah, they had, um, yeah, it was like 8 o'clock in the morning for them, bless them. So. They sound like a, a 70s duo, don't they? And on, Bobby and Lee. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was two hours long and I was like, I've run out of beers. I, I need to go to the kitchen. Oh, is that what happened when you disappeared? And yeah, in the end I just went... <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it was good though it was good Thomas yeah. he, he organised a good gig he there did, 800, did. 900 people I know amazing so uh, anyway James says question about shooting outside on the street this is the one he couldn't get in yesterday talking about this, the Fuji Love webinar which was Saturday of course wasn't it mm. I've only really dipped my toe in the Fuji waters so far and have an XT1 coupled with an 18mm I want to build a subtle kit bag something small and compact with a small C for street work and would like your thoughts on what to think of that would be more suitable. Is that right? Yeah. Something like an X-Pro or an X100 series camera, question mark. What do you think? Well, first of all, is there anything wrong with the X-T1 and the 18mm that you have currently? Hmm. Maybe he doesn't think of that as a street camera. Maybe he wants, mm-hmm. maybe he wants a slightly maybe later... Maybe he wants a smaller camera, yeah. Well, the 18mm camera? lens is, is oh. a fab street camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so if it's just a different, more discreet camera body, perhaps, yeah, X-T1 was, you know, isn't particularly discreet, then you could look at maybe the, well, you've gone down the X-T route now, so you're probably more used to the DSLR style cameras, so maybe go for a uh, X-T30 or an X-T20 or an X-T10 secondhand, if you, you know, and, and that's basically a, a little bit smaller than an X-T range that you already have. Um, other than that, you're looking at the rangefinder style cameras, X100, F or V, as it is now. 
X-Pro cameras, you know, they're all anything other than the, the most latest model you're going to get a bargain for now. Yeah. Um, and if you're in the UK, always always keep an eye on the Fujifilm refurb store as well, because um, they have they have a lot of stuff that's been sent in for, you know, minor repairs, cleans and stuff like that. And they rebox it. And I think I think don't quote me on this, but I think you get a little bit of warranty with it as well. Um, and, you know, it's been through the been through the angel hands of Martin at Fujifilm to the clean an- and check and everything. Angel, the angel hands of Martin. How do you, where do you get all these? Have you just got like a thousand buttons? And it's, well, it's, it's one it's for everything. Angel hands of Martin. I thought well, that's quite handy. That's button number forty-four. <laughs> <laughs> um, another question for for well, another one for you. It's it's they're all for you. These ones, Kev. Um, you're in demand, Chris with a K Velum. Um, having had a few weeks, a very similar question actually, but um, I'm sure you can answer it differently. Having had a few weeks now in lockdown, I've been clearing out photography lockers and finding a real collection of things I have but no longer require. We've been doing that in our house, actually. We can, do you know, um, we put a whole load of wood on the floor out the back the other day. You've seen that sort of area we have out the back. Mm. And Sam said to me, right, make something with it that, that young Thomas will want. So I'm building at the moment a kind of a scale model of a Class 08 shunter, British Rail. <laughs> the, now, I would not... And I found all the wood in, in the little wood yardy bit. I, I had all the stuff. But in the past, I'd have thought, no, I must go down to Wix and get a whole sheet of MDF. It's amazing the stuff you just find that you you don't remember you had. So let me get this right. You're, you're a good photographer. You know everything about sound, sound engineering. You can paint really well. You've been to Australia and you can make a train out of wood. Absolutely, yes. Good God. I think I might marry you. Really? No! 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 Oh, Gemma stood behind me now. She's going, now that is a man. <laughs> Yes. Mind you, I can't make some of the stuff that Gemma makes. She actually, she, I mean, she can plumb. Your wife, she can plumb. She she sorted out the, in the first days of lockdown, all of a sudden thought, oh, hang on, lockdown's failed for the Mullins already because you had a leak in the bathroom and it was coming through the ceiling. That was, was during, they were recording the first session, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I know, I, I told Gemma straight away, quick, we've got, we've got a problem. Yeah, go That's fix it. Go fix I it. Even, I managed to cut my hand just holding the torch. <laughs> <laughs> useless and and she can make work tops out of steel tubing or piping or iron piping or whatever it is that you have yeah i got my little table here that i've got oh. my that's you know ruining the view in the, the, the living room is the table <laughs> that she made out of um old uh what do you call it um scaffolding pipes and i know amazing. railway sleepers yeah and and that's what, and she said on the show last sunday when when um we did that that thing with her she said, yeah, I just whipped out, so sorted it out, bang, there's a table for Kev. I thought, there we go. Yeah. Anyway, where were we, Chris? Um, oh, yeah, so sorting out his locker. Uh, lenses that haven't seen the light of day for years, extra charges, camera bodies that I've just hoarded instead of sold on. Nothing particularly major, mainly lower end kit, but none- nonetheless, a lot of it. I'm a Nikon. Ah, oh, here we go. <laughs> Another button. I'm a Nikon user um, for landscape and professional real estate work. But fancy dipping into the Fuji ecosystem now. I was thinking of a rangefinder type, something like one of the older X100s or an X-Pro1 or an X-Pro2. My, hang on, my Nikon. bodies have been really battered across the years, but they're like a proper original Mercedes. They may not look too good on the outside, a bit dented and scuffed and faded, but they're perfect on the inside. Any thoughts about this with regards to second-hand Fuji kit and what you might buy if you were in my place? 
Um, well, yeah, I, similar thing. I, I sold off a load of stuff just before the lockdown, just in time, or yeah. went to MPB or MBB, whatever they're called. Um, uh, yeah, well, it depends. It really depends on what's, what you want to shoot. You know, if it's street, then go for one of the rangefinder stars. If it's more landscapey type stuff, maybe go for a 1024 lens and an XT30, XT20, or XT2, XT3. Um, if it's, you know, if you really want something that you're, that you want to replace your Nikons with eventually, oops, sorry, Nikons, Nikon. eventually, Nikon, eventually for your commercial stuff, then probably you want to be looking at something like an XT4. Um, and a few of the lenses, uh, 1655 zoom is great. 35 mil, 23 mil primes, 56 or the 90 for the telephoto stuff. Um, yeah, that kind of, there's a lot of options out there. I mean, you could even, depends on if your commercial stuff is not, uh, you don't need to do a lot of, uh, quick autofocus kind of, um, you know, tracking and all that. You could even look at the GFX 50S, 50R, you know, you're going to really? get, you're going to get a lot of bang for your buck with the 50R right now. What, how much would you get a 50R for right now? Do you think roughly? Well, it, they were going for about two, two, seven, nine, I oh, think. Wait, really? Two, I think so. 3,000, just under 3,000. Fancy 3, myself one of those. Uh, hang on a those. sec, I've got to have a quick look now. Um, I know they were on special offer, but no, they made probably not. Um, GFX 50R. Uh, okay, so, yeah, ranging between, yeah, about 3,000. Wex have got them for 3,199. And right. bearing in mind, I think they launched at 4,400 or something. Wow. Um, of course, you need lenses, but uh, yeah. you know, it depends on what ne- what Nikon stuff you have and what you can get secondhand to that if you so wish to go down that route. Oh, well, there we go. Well, Chris, enjoy your your selection. Should we do the? Um, I've got another question for you, but we'll do the Friday uh, the Friday Bar Nuts quiz answers. You did very well in this. Do you, I'll run through them again. It was uh, on Friday. We, we'll do five questions every single week. On Friday, we did Mystery Voice. So uh, here comes the first one. I am, am trying to figure out digital like like any other photographer is. But what, what is important to me is the content. Right. I but can't remember what I said now. Um, it was uh, Annie <laughs> Leibovitz. Yes, Annie Leibovitz. She had a deep voice, she said. And uh, there we go. Annie Leibovitz. Uh, next one. This was a challenge. I, I don't think you got this one. I'm very proud. I'm very honoured. Uh, I'm humbled to be uh, associated with that picture. No, I got that one wrong, I'm sure, because I said it was the... Um, uh, the, uh, De Souza, the um, yes, President Obama's yes. photographer. Yes, you did. Yeah, but wasn't it with Steve McCurry uh, talking about yes. the Afghan girl picture, wasn't he? Okay, that th- makes sense. Third yeah. one, you you stormed in there. I thought we got you with this one. For me, a real artist is somebody who can show us our old familiar worlds in a new and different way we've never seen or heard about before. I thought that. that Kev's never going to get that one. But you're and that, I forgot what I said now. Did I say Albert Watson? No, you didn't. No. no. You said Arnold somebody. Uh-huh. Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> I can't it. remember what I you said. the other day. Arnold. <laughs> He's had several whiskeys since oh. then. Newman. Newman, you donut. That's Arnold you. Newman. Yeah. You'll have to play back. You'll have to play back just to prove that I said it right on the you, first one. You did. No, I know back. you said it because when you said it, I thought, go, go you, Kev. <laughs> anyway, fourth one. When I start photography, the Amazonian forest was yet there, close to 100%. Yeah. This so one. Yeah, you got that one straight away. And then the the last one. Oh, you didn't get this, but but um, when I told you who it was, you said, "Of course, yes." Um, it's a photographer you particularly like, though. There's a misunderstanding that my work is about marginalised people. Yeah, who was it? Yeah, well, I th- I thought it was Darcy Padilla, you but did, it's, um, yeah. it's Nan Golden. Nan yeah. Golden, you're absolutely. 
You're absolutely right. Well done. We'll set another one for you on Friday. And we'll Three out of five, though. Yeah, you did really well. And when you said Arnold Newman, I thought, oh, I got it. Go on. I thought I'd stumped him with that one, but obviously not. Yeah. Um, See, Gemma, I am a man. <laughs> yes, he, he is. Soren Hasala in the Facebook group. Uh, who's ringing me at this time of day? Honestly, stop it. Um, Soren Hasala in the Facebook group copied in a message that he'd seen in another group. I thought you'd like this one. Uh, a kind of a friend of a friend of a friend of a bloke I once met in a pub that tried to sell me an old Timex kind of friend. Do you remember Timex watches? Yeah. Oh. My dad, here we go, my dad is a wedding photographer. One day he told me that he'd always dreamed someday that somebody would say no in church so he could go home early. <laughs> We've all thought it. <laughs> well, don't, <that> was... <laughs> don't pretend you've not thought it. I was going to say, Kev, well, that was going to be my question to you. Have you ever honestly, honestly, honestly ever thought that? <laughs> no, don't answer that question. Because none <laughs> well, no, of us, uh, none of us you would know, want you, it. You definitely, I, definitely you thought, oh, I wonder if uh, if it ever's going to happen where they say no. I'd be yeah. intrigued, though, wouldn't you? If somebody, you know, got up at the back of the church, you know, when... Uh, does anybody have any uh, reason? Uh, you know, I've heard that thing said so many times, I can't remember it. And somebody stands up the back and say, yeah, yeah, I've got a reason. You think, <gasps> hundred people turn around. I've kind of, I've, I've wanted that moment only so that I would have a, a good story for the pub. <laughs> for it, it, no other well, reason. <laughs> it always goes like, they always, so, usually, not usually, but sometimes what happens is right at that moment, a little child says, screams yeah. out or... <laughs> But burps or, or does something yeah, yeah and then everybody absolutely roars with laughter and then later yeah. you know in the loo or something somebody comes up to me and goes oh, i bet you've never had that before where somebody chuckled during <laughs> the thing and i'm like no yeah, never no never, never happened to me totally before. totally unique wedding totally <laughs> yeah. you must have had those those times <laughs> where where they they've said does anybody have any any reason why these two shouldn't get wed and somebody's done the really have you never used that one before no never heard that before <laughs> anyway yeah bless them is there one and only time they get married unless they get married again uh, yeah um ben gillet sent something in as well uh, which I, I i thought was quite nice he emailed him there was something in the postscript to his mail that really caught my eye which is uh, it's ben gillet by the way but i just like the french pronunciation of his name which is particularly pertinent at this time help those you can love the ones you're with be the person that makes you proud by producing work and carrying yourself in a way that gives you pride be assured those around you love you regardless of statue or cash flow and will continue to. The lights that are important to keep you, uh, to keep on rather, don't run on electricity. Keep the faith in your ability to turn nothing into something. You will find a way. Build it and they will come. I know that build it and they will come wasn't his phrase, but I really like that. That was a, that was a, that was a, a nice phrase, I thought. Well, I'm not going to tell my kids that because they should absolutely be turning the lights out in every room. <laughs> I knew you would think of something like that. The Daily Show Photo Challenge. So, Monday through Friday, we have a Daily Show Photo Challenge. Do you want to run through the winners for last week and then do today's first? Then? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have, yeah, you, have, yeah. You, have okay. you got them? Yes. Go on, then. Um, although I can't understand my writing now. Well, we, start, um, we, start, okay. we started Tuesday, didn't we? What was Tuesday's theme? Uh, Tuesday was a self-portrait. Bring out your inner Vivian Meyer. Self-portraits. Right, so that one, we had like nearly 300 That was amazing, comments, wasn't it? Yeah, is, yeah incredible. Is it 300? Um, right. Wow. Something like that, yeah. So, yeah. anyway, the one that the one that struck me, and I'm not picking these on photographic technique or anything like that. I'm picking them on uh, ones that struck me as um, well. I just like them. Yeah. So I'm going to go for 
Kian Bellock. Kian Bellock. Oh, you changed. Body old Scotland. All right. I think. Uh, did you change your mind from the other day? <laughs> no, we were just going through them the other day. We oh. weren't picking. Oh, well, I, I wasn't you picking gave, one out. I thought you gave Steve Weller the prize, but uh, Steve, okay. Well, let's, let's hang on. There's two prizes. Just whip that back from Steve. Sorry, have it back, son. Sorry about that. Live with it. <laughs> I did like Steve's as well, but Keen's yeah. maybe Keen's came in later. I don't know because I don't recall seeing it on Keen's, the day. Yeah, I think so. But he, his was really clever because he had a shaving mirror and his camera and a big mirror and himself. Ah. So. His portrait was in, it was in, in infinity, infinity, in, in infinity. It just kept going on and on and on, like, uh, like the mirror in um, the magic round, not the magic round, but what's the one with the, the dwarves, um, oh, where she goes in a little house? Uh, no, you mean the corridor with the red pill and the blue pill thing, where she's going down that? Yeah, with the mirrors that go on forever. Oh, um, Alice, Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A little bit like that. Um, so I like that. Well done. Okay. No and prizes. Then, then, no, there's no prize. Just the, the prize is, um, well, the prize is a jingle at the end. Uh, so then we did Wednesday. What, what was Wednesday's? Split. No, oh. was that the John Downing Day? Uh, John, uh, was it split or I think it was split composition on the Wednesday, wasn't it? Okay. Yeah. So the one I, I picked out for that one was uh, Neil Walker. Oh, yes. Uh, it was a good one because I think, I presume it was his wife and her dad or his dad or, or yeah. something. Might even have been him. Don't know. Uh, no, it wasn't Neil because I know what he looks like. But anyway, it was really cool because it looks like she's hiding upstairs on the corridor or something and oh, taking yes. this kind of grinning selfie of herself and yeah. and dad is downstairs on the sofa that was a good one. Uh, yeah it was a good one and like and, that. and then uh, you really did set a challenge you went for a john downing uh, challenge didn't you really uh, mm. and I, I thought that one was people were going to really suffer but they came out the woodwork on this one yeah with well, some brilliant ones yeah absolutely brilliant um but I, uh, the one I, I picked out was the one we talked about the other day i think was simon berry's one where yeah. he <laughs> He took a he took a picture of himself in every single window and then stitched it all together. <laughs> I know, uh, very creative. He went to town. He did fantastic. Yeah. Actually, you get a special, uh, uh, extra special clap for that one. Yes, but stop going to town. Stop it. <laughs> no, you shouldn't be going to town. And uh, and then we. Oh yes, it was your dinner, wasn't it? Friday night. Oh yeah, was your the dinner. dinner. The dinner one. Um, <laughs> there was loads of these. These were great. Mm. Some of them were, were very brilliant. Um, I'm going to go for. I think. Oh no, I've written it down. Norton Jansen, I think, is mm. the name. Oh um, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. I liked his one. Very simple yeah. tins. He called it tins, and it was a, basically a tin of baked beans, empty with baked beans in the bowl, and then a nice cold beer. Mm. Now, now we didn't ask last week, and it seems wrong to ask now. But what what I was going to suggest was we'll take all those pictures and put them in an individual post. Uh, but of course, we didn't ask last week, and officially we should ask, shouldn't we? Really? So from from this week onwards, your picture may well appear if it's a winner in its own post uh, the week after. So there we go. And in the meantime, of course, there was no prize, but the prize uh, is just to know. Everybody but you is a loser. Right, uh, we need to set one for today. Um, so uh, there's five this week, because we started on Tuesday last week, um, but uh, we're starting on a Monday this week. Uh, what do we have, Kev? Okay, so today, and it makes sense to do it today rather than pick one out of your archives, because yes. I want this to be a powerful type picture. So what I want is a, a nice portrait of your, not necessarily the most favourite person you're stuck in lockdown with right now, um, but one of the people, okay? So either a child, your wife, your husband, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, yeah. or mm? if you're in lockdown by yourself, yeah. uh, you. listen again tomorrow. Because oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hadn't thought that through. Your pet. <laughs> or maybe if you haven't got a pet, uh, a picture of something 
inanimate uh, grab a toy yeah. a bit like mandy burton did she grabbed her it looked, looked like it was uh, kevin mullins toy collection it was the, <laughs> was the action man that looked a spitting image of you actually kev well so listen what i'm i'm looking at a portrait a picture now yeah. of um jane bowne okay so it's a picture somebody else took off her obviously yeah. and she sat in a little wicker chair and it's it's a, it's a very simple portrait so I, I ideally not a simple selfie with you know you can use your phone of course but not not like a simple snap selfie think about the background think about the composition think about the light um you know we've still got some nice spring light at the minute in the uk yeah. um so maybe you know think about how the light has fallen into your house maybe you could take a chair into the garden something nice a little bit of depth of feel and that's it that's it right okay well good luck rise to that one please everyone right here's today's interview stroke hangout as they're becoming known as before the the world became an alternative reality when we were still permitted to shake hands with a new acquaintance uh, the local coffee shop wasn't some kind of exclusion zone and you didn't consider washing the skin from your hands when you returned from something usually as benign as a trip to the grocery store we had been planning a mental health week It followed a series of mails that were sent into the show to talk about your experiences of personal projects and photography as a whole and how it helps with mental health issues like depression and, ironically, isolation. As we entered individually into our varying versions of social distancing and quarantine, we decided to postpone it as its own episode and come back to it in due course. Not sure whether that was a head-in-the-sand thing or that infamous expression, let's just let the dust settle, whatever that means. Mental health, of course, is a constant facet of how the world is now operating, so we thought we'd revisit some of the interviews that have been recorded prior to lockdown. There are more due to be recorded, and there is a theme that most involve being out in public, which, of course, is something not entirely possible right now. So this is one of the interviews I personally had recorded prior to, to this. Tim Johnston, a.k.a. Shrimbo, his website being shrimbo.com, and I'll come back to that name later in the Hangout, contacted us to talk about anxiety and his turning point when two years ago he made a purchase a camera on shrimbo.com in a piece written 21st feb tim you start by saying i have anxiety not the normal stand in the corner afraid to talk to anyone kind of anxiety but the the world is going to fall off its access kind of anxiety. And you talk about how you obsess over the smallest of things and you, you label it irrational, illogical, unnecessary. So my, my first and very obvious question really is of, of this moment in 2020 is how are you feeling right now about the world events unfolding? <laughs> well, um, I think, I mean, actually, it was surprisingly calm. Um, I think for the last sort of few months in particular, I've uh, felt quite a lot better generally. Um, I think that's due to to a variety of reasons. But I think there are certain things that I've learned to accept in terms of uh, things that are outside my control. And one of the biggest things uh, and sort of triggers for my kind of anxiety is this idea or this kind of unwillingness to accept what is out of my control. And um, I think that's something that, as I say, I've got better with. Um, and there are some problems with which are simply too big um, to sort of cope with by myself. And you think about the coronavirus, that's something that is 
known uh, and it's something that I know is being handled. So in that sense, it doesn't bother me too much. Uh, the things that tend to bother me are things that no one else seems to be concerned about and things that just sort of appear to be a lot bigger in my own mind. Mm. My wife always says, "Control. you can only control the controllables. It's her favourite phrase. Um, yeah, that's a good phrase. Yeah. That's true. So the reason we've asked people to talk to us about their mental health in, in this special was really because we'd heard how photography as a medium, as a hobby, even as a as a profession, help, help them fight some of these personal demons. So tell me how you found that, though, what the process was. And I guess that really probably goes back to when you purchased your kit, doesn't it? Yeah, so I sort of, I got my first sort of proper uh, quote marks camera um, in June 2018 uh, and that was the Fujifilm X-E3 with the little 35 f2 lens and um, I love that setup and basically just getting into photography um, I found that when I took photos and you know especially when I had the viewfinder to my eye and was really doing a lot of street photography that the rest of the world sort of became quiet and I could really just focus on the moment and part of the problem with my anxiety at least is this inability to control my mind and to just really focus on the present moment because your mind is always wandering off and, and sort of imagining worst case scenarios. Whereas with photography, that really forced me to be able to just focus on that moment and really just be deliberate in what I was doing. And that was really liberating. And um, especially when you can then look back and not just experience that moment, but have you know a photo that you're proud of at the end of it is really a rewarding process. And it just became kind of an addiction from that point. So, so it was completely unexpected, really. You, you, you suddenly found yourself thinking whoa wait a minute something's happening here that i wasn't quite expecting yeah absolutely and and whenever i am feeling particularly anxious or you know i'm feeling particular sort of stress on my mental health i will always grab my camera because i know you know after a few hours out with that i'll feel much better um mm-hmm. and uh yeah it's just something that i think has really helped me get to a much more manageable level uh with my mental health generally you say, you say a few of the things in the article you wrote that, that I'd like to highlight and draw upon. Uh, well, I've got three points, actually. Number one, um, you su- suggest, in my, cam- in my camera, that, that's the phrase I like, in my camera, the world is mine. What, what do you mean by that? So I think I mean that um, really with the kind of photography that I do, and a lot of street photography, a lot of documentary style photography, the world is uncontrollable uh, generally and things happen that are outside our control and there's sort of chaos happening everywhere but it's it's the ability to focus within that moment and pick out a particular scene or a particular thing and freeze that in the camera you know when you press that shutter button and just really create that kind of order out of what is happening in the kind of chaos of public life and I think that's something that as I say, I really enjoy and it forces me to focus and it's something that I can actually build a sense of a narrative and a story um, that allows me to control um, what's going on. I've heard people talk about tunnel vision at weddings, obviously, when, when they're getting married and they, they suggest, well, I, I really didn't think anybody else in the room was there. It was just me and him or me and her. Uh, and, and this sounds to me a similar kind of thing, really. When, when you're with your camera, there's nothing else in that world at that moment. Yeah, absolutely. There's nothing else. And that's, I mean, partly why um, I think my wife gets quite annoyed with me sometimes, <laughs> as supportive <laughs> as she is, when I have my camera, because, um, you know, it, it is quite a, well, sort of a, a very one-dimensional relationship um, when I have my camera. And, um, yeah, it, it really does close everything else out. So even going on photo walks or hanging out with other photographers, doing 
mm. uh, some you know photo shoots or whatever it's always a bit more difficult because you don't have the ability to completely focus whereas you do on your own the, 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 these other two points i have are, are kind of meld really i can draw a direct line between me buying a camera and my episodes i think you've already talked about that really but you yeah. say photography saved me from from prescription medicine have you ever talked to to groups about this others that suffer and suggested that this could be one one way to perhaps um, treat um, condition so i think since writing the article in particular um, i've had a few photographers reach out to me a few friends as well saying that they experienced something very similar um that's been quite interesting because i didn't expect such a, a wide response of people coming and saying you know this i feel exactly the same way and photography really helps me with my mental health and it might be different things it might not be just anxiety it might mm. be um depression it might be some, something else and, and I think that people need to have as a species as human beings we need to have some kind of outlet that allows us to focus uh, and allows us to express um, our sort of creative instincts because I think we all have them it might be it might not be a camera for somebody it might be um, painting or drawing or, or making something um, but I, I firmly believe that uh, in order, especially in our society, in this kind of westernized culture that's so focused on on consumerism and always working hard and all these other things, or simply just consuming, you know, whether that's entertainment or, you know, YouTube, Netflix, whatever, the ability to actually then create outside of that, I think, is a good way mm. to break that mindset. So um, I, I do talk to people about it whenever I can. Um, and as I say, a lot of people did reach out to to just sort of share that experience. And we've been talking about the importance of personal projects in, in another feature. I would imagine you're you're an absolute advocate of that because this plays right into it, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think personal projects um, are fundamentally important, but also I think if you're in a position of being a professional photographer and you're you know photographing what you actually want to photograph and you enjoy what you're doing, then I think you know that is in a way a personal experience because you're enjoying it and you're treating it like a personal project. So Part one of my aims this year is to maybe do some second shooting on some weddings because I think I want to get into wedding photography mm -hmm. and documentary style wedding photography. And I think that um, if that's something you enjoy and something that you find that sort of fulfills you, um, then I think, yeah, it's still good to have personal projects, but at the same time, the need probably isn't as big if you're enjoying what you do professionally. I, I, I think there's um, there's obviously a, a link between Shrim and Tim, but why Shrimbo? <laughs> <laughs> so this is something I've sort of kept um, uh, a little bit of a, a mystery, but um, th there's no reason for that. Oh, maybe you um, shouldn't answer then, because that that would ruin the mystery, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. It, it would ruin it. Um, Shall we keep it secret? Let's keep it secret. But yeah. but I can assure you, <laughs> and this was something I should have checked before I actually ran with this. Urban Dictionary. Uh, says that Shrimbo is a Russian male prostitute. Okay. <laughs> and that is absolutely not the origin of this word for me. Uh, but now it's extra memorable, so thanks, Urban Dictionary, yeah. I didn't look it up. I'd have been... I'd have... Yeah. <laughs> Glad I didn't, and I got to talk to you first. <laughs> Tim, pleasure to talk to you, and, and I'm really pleased that the, uh, that the photography is helping you in the way that it is. Uh, thanks to Tim Johnston, uh, a minimalist brand and editorial photographer based in London. Shrimbo.com is, uh, is the website address if you'd like to go and, and look at Tim's work. That's it then, Kev. End of, end of Monday's show. Ooh, can I mention my new website? Oh, yes, please. We haven't talked about it, have we? Yeah. And we, we sort of alluded to it last week. 
yeah it's not quite finished well it's never going to be finished but mm. it's not it's it's not um i wouldn't say it's completed so uh, yeah so i built a new website in my my week of boredom this week <laughs> and i called it very very creatively ministry this. of shadows ministry of shadows really uh, yeah, oh yeah. that's amazing I, I really mean that as well i think that's a great great title ministryofshadows.co.uk you won't won't find it in google just yet so you'd have to type it in directly www.ministryofshadows.co.uk and at the moment it's mostly my black and white stuff but i want it to be ultimately a um a community type thing so uh there's a submission section on there so you can submit stories and i'm going to be doing reviews and but it's all about black and white what a great idea so so people can have it'd be be like your own magazine really that you're curating yeah, yeah it's like an online magazine yeah, yeah. Oh, um idea. all about black and white is ministry not, of shadows is that an online magazine or online zine what, what's the <laughs> i hate the word zine <laughs> really stop it have you ever been to australia <laughs> stop it <laughs> uh right uh, we will be back tomorrow on 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 the show see you then bye-bye the fuji cast is an independent loading zone production email the show with your questions and words of wisdom to click at fujicast.co.uk email any complaints and political nonsense to our wives who will deal with your comments in their own good time and in their own good way